Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Welcome to this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. My last day in Wisconsin, how are you? Thank God, I'm barely surviving over here. Oh, it can't be that bad. It is, it's that bad. And you know how bad it is for our show today? We just have no preparation, we're going to wing it. We're actually doing like a potpourri show, there is no order. <laughs> it's a mess, I have no notes, I don't even know. It is. Tell me well, about you know all we- the exciting things that are going on with Disney. Exactly. You know what you should do? You should relax with a trip to Hawaii. And if you do, you get to see Max, Goofy's son, who is making his debut at the Aulani Resort and Spa. Making his debut how? Just like as a character walking around? As a character. You can meet Max and Goofy at various times around the resort. Wow. That's That's kind of fun. Sure. All right. What else do you you have? Because if that's the kind of news we're going to have, it's not very hard hitting today. I thought you would be a bigger fan of, uh, what's his name, Max? I'm not really, no. Not your generation? Okay. Well, have you heard of BoxLunch.com? I feel like maybe I have. What is it? BoxLunch offers curated collections of licensed pop culture merchandise. Um, They actually have BoxLunch.com, and I guess they have some retail stores. Well, they have started a new merchandise line inspired by Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway attraction. Um, so you can go to boxlunch.com and, uh, check it out. It's uh, in conjunction with Disney. They have a collection coming out this fall. All right. So that's licensed and everything. Yep. And they're, they're going to fight things off. That's right. They're going to, they're joining with Disney and for every $10 you spend across the, uh, themed product offering, they're going to donate a portion to a group called Feeding America, which okay. uh, sends good. money to local food banks. Okay. All right. Um, Disney Cruise Line fans can purchase a new Cruise Line-themed Pandora bracelet. They have a whole new line of cruise items coming out, some with uh, Steamboat Willie, uh, you know, Mickey on the, uh, on, the, on the Steamboat wheel. There's mm-hmm. also one with the Disney Cruise Line logo. So they're starting to do uh, commemorative Pandora bracelets available at Whitecaps, on, uh, which is one of the stores, on board the Magic Wonder Dream and Fantasy. Well, that's like the fancier one. White yes. Caps. They have like the clothing and the high-end bags. They have like, that's that is, where the Dooney and Burks are. That is correct. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, um, that's exciting. It is. You know what? You know what's not exciting? What? If you arrived in uh, Orlando International Airport on Thursday, the, the monorail was down between the terminals and the, uh, the main building. Ooh, what did they do? Did they, like, walk you over? Did they bust you? People had to walk along the monorail path. That's interesting. Because there's a sidewalk there. Oh, is there? Yeah. But you would would think that they would bust people. But I guess that gets tough with a couple hundred people coming in every couple minutes. Right. Oh, that's funny. But picture it. You're you're going home. Your your kids have been running you ragged for seven days. And you've got to walk. Did you go through security yet? Were you tortured at security yet? I can't remember what order it is. Yes, you've already been through security. It's right yeah. after security. Yeah, so you're so just haggard from that. Shoes. You've got to get your shoes and your belt back on because you've now got a quarter-mile walk to the other terminal. How long was that down for? Um, pretty much all of today. Don't know if it will be oh. up in time for Friday. Oof. 
But uh, if you were going to Disney World and you had big plans tomorrow to go to Blizzard Beach. It's closed because uh, it's cold. Am I right? No. It's a guess. You, you can go tomorrow, but you can't go March 7th. Why? Uh, because it's already closed on Saturday due to uh, cold temperatures. Oh, all right. Yeah. I don't know why uh, people would want to go to the water parks in, this, in that weather. Florida's I mean, it's ha- getting close. We're only, what, we're a month away from being there? That is true. And I would do- totally consider a water park, but I expect it to be warmer. It just seems like Florida's had a very rough winter. Like, we've had a very easy winter up in Connecticut. Yeah, it's been very mild here. It seems like two or three times a week they're closing the water parks down there. And if you look at pictures from the parks, you know, it's 50 degrees and all the employees have their uh, winter gear on. Yep. Whereas 50 degrees for me, I'm out there in shorts and a t-shirt. Yeah. All right, what else you got? Well, let's see. What happened yesterday? Big day at uh, Hollywood Studios. Yeah, but we talked about that already. That's right, but you know what? Uh, you know what's out now? New maps. Oh, okay. That so they now, the new attractions. They now have the new attractions on the maps, so uh, that's exciting. Maybe we'll post a picture of the new maps on our Facebook group, and uh, you might want to check out any one of the new attractions. So was that just they added uh, Mickey and Minnie's Runaway Railway and the Shorts Theater? Mickey Shorts, correct. Okay. And I hear rumor that the Epcot map, I'm not sure if it's the online map, uh, now has the Ratatouille location showing, but it doesn't have it listed. Oh. You know how normally it, it's um, it's not a true representation of the buildings? Mm-hmm. And then when they open up the building, they modify the map a little bit to add, you know, whatever walkway it is to go down right, there. Right, right, right. Well, the building is there. You can see the entrance, but it's not listed. Oh, all right. So that's, that's coming first, that along. That seems like a first step. Yeah, you know what's going through the first step again? How does it go through the first step again? The Space 220 restaurant. Oh, my gosh. I look every day to see if reservations opened up for that and nothing still. Apparently, it is now slated to open in April. Okay, but like until you start putting reservations out there, I'm not convinced. Right. Well, apparently, there was a... uh, uh, a statement from part of the restaurant group that said next month, Patina restaurant group is set to launch into space with the opening of space 220 inside Epcot center. Yeah. I don't know. They've been wrong about things opening in Epcot before Regal Eagle. I know. Right. Mm-hmm. Which is funny because Epcot center is not even the actual name anymore. Epcot centers. Oh, like they don't even know what name. they're talking about. Maybe they're going back in the past. I don't know what I'm going to do though. If it opens up or where are we going to like ditch our, Teppanito reservation? Um, no, we just won't go. I want to go if it's brand new. If it opens like just days before we go, we've got to go check it out. Maybe we can go in for a drink. I want to go in for a drink. Please, you like to drink. Um, and if you're out, those so we can report back to people and actually be one of the first. Okay, you're right. Um, so a couple days ago, if you went to Disney Springs, you could see Guinevere. Right. The van from Onward, which opens mm-hmm. this Friday, mm-hmm. actually today, because today is Friday's show. Right, right. Um, and that car is now available at Pixar Pier for limited time photo opportunities. Oh, that was quick. So I'm, well, I'm assuming they've got one on each coast. Oh, maybe. I don't think they drove it across country. They might have. Or flew it across country. I mean, they probably would have like put it on a truck and driven it. 
Right. Would be my thought, but yes. I mean, it would only showed up for one day. Why would they have one on each? If they had one on each coast, then you'd think it would be making like more appearances than one day. You would think. Yeah, I Disney's- think they probably only have one. When did what day was it? It was like last weekend, right? It was Saturday. like five or six days ago. Saturday to Thursday. Yeah, there's time. It was in transit for three days. Yep. I bet they did. I bet they drove it out there. Some special high-tech delivery truck. Yeah, it's probably just two guys driving it so that they can take turns driving. Right. Um, You know what I'm excited for? What? The possibility that Primeval World is open when we are there because Primeval World is going to be open for spring break in March on March 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 28th, and 29th. Oh, you think it's going to extend to April? No, probably not. If it's open, do you feel like we need to go on it? I do, because I don't know how much longer it's going to be there. But actually, that roller coaster scares me a little bit. I don't like the way you like come to the edges and mm-hmm. right before you turn, and it feels like you're going to fall off. See, that's one. Now, you know I don't like roller coasters, mm-hmm. but I enjoy that ride. Yeah, I don't like mouse coasters. And I think it's because of the sheer terror in your face. <laughs> Maybe. That I enjoy it. Is that and, why I like other roller coasters? But uh, Space Mountain's a mouse coaster, and you like Space Mountain. But I can't see when we're about to go off the edge, and it's not really a mouse coaster. Technically, it is. I don't think so. Yeah. Isn't a mouse coaster just anything that brings you up, and then there's no more lift hills? I don't know. And then just gravity brings you down? Now I have to look up what a mouse coaster is. (laughs) (sighs) You've just given me more work. I would go on to the next story, but I don't even know what the next story is. All right. Well, the next story is maybe when we're in Florida, we can go over to the Polynesian to check out the Moana-themed carpeting that they've put in. That's a boring story. Where did they put that in? Uh, apparently all over the resort in the lobby. It's How got did they the, do that? I don't know. But like, it's got Maui, Moana, Tefiti. So it looks pretty cool. That's That had to have been pretty disruptive while they were doing it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like we would have, we should have heard about the fact that they were doing it before it was done. Mm-hmm. You would think, like, you would have thought there would be a story about refurbishment, and all of a sudden, this carpeting just shows up. Yeah. Okay, what else well, you I, got? Know, I know you like the Flower and Garden Festival. Mm-hmm. So this year, you, you've seen Spike the Bee, who is kind of, uh, he's getting a lot of press this this uh, Flower and Garden Festival. He's got a spork. Who is this? I, Spike the Spike the Bee. Oh, Spike the Bee. He has a oh, he has a spork like styled after him. He has a spork, and he also has like a sippy cup. Oh. Well, they have de- debuted Spike's Pollination Exploration 2020. What's so that? it's uh, scavenger it's hunt. Kind of, pardon you. Is it a scavenger hunt? It is a scavenger hunt, and uh, you go along and you find things and you get stickers and then you get a surprise which is one of four flower and garden themed cups, which they're very nice ceramic coffee mugs. Okay. You must have to pay for this then. Yes. It's seven ninety nine. Yeah. I might do it though. Yeah. They're cute. I looked up what a mouse coaster is. And what is a mouse coaster? It's a type of roller coaster characterized by small cars that seat four people or fewer and ride on top of the track taking tight, flat turns without banking at modest speeds, yet producing high lateral G-forces. You know I love the lateral G-forces. So I don't feel like that's Space Mountain. Okay. But okay. Anyway, moving on. 
All right. Well, while we're still in Epcot and the girls and I go on Mission Space, uh, you can go into the new seating and charging station that they have put in there. Uh, it's in the show's post-attraction area, the Advanced Training Lab, uh, and they put in some new cushioned benches and some seats with USB charging ports around the base. That sounds lovely. I could take like a mini nap while I charge my phone and you guys could go on that terrible ride. It is not terrible. Although I, they I, did, I've never been on it. They did take Gary Sinise out of it uh, a few years ago, and I believe it's gotten bad since then. I feel like I should maybe go on it one time. You should. Well, I'll go on the easy easy part for you. Yeah. The part that doesn't go spinny. Yeah. Yeah, maybe I'll try it. I mean, geez, I've never done it. I know. Oh, well, maybe we'll go on the non the, the the good one, the red version. Mm-hmm. No? You know I get motion sick on stuff. I don't – anything like simulator makes me motion yeah, but you sick. Don't, so. you don't know you're moving. No, thank you. Okay. Um, It is nice to know. So we did that little story yesterday about the coronavirus and Disney World's response. Yeah. Well, now cast members are wiping down each Magic Band touch point and finger scan base after each and every guest comes through. Oh, good Lord. So that can only. Uh, That's going to slow things down. That can only build up the lines. A, I mean, a really, I can see longer. wiping down the finger thing because, I mean, obviously people are sticking their hand right there. But the the touch point for the Magic Band, they shouldn't really have to wipe down. No, you wouldn't think they would. Not after but, every you, person. But you know what's going to happen is somebody's going to see them wiping down the fingerprint the scanner, and then they're going to be like, well, why aren't you wiping down the touchpad? I think most people are just like, hurry it along, move out of my way. Because my wrist may be carrying the coronavirus. Maybe. So what uh, what, what, ta- what food truck closed in Disney Springs recently? Was it not oh. the taco truck? I don't think it was the taco truck, but I do remember that story. Was it the cookie truck? No, definitely wasn't the cookie truck. Then it must be the taco truck. Okay. Well, there's a new food truck coming to Disney Springs Truck Park, and that is Hot Diggity Dogs. Oh, okay. Oh, and here it says the new food truck is set to replace the Spring Street Taco Truck that closed oh, on February 18th. Yeah, okay. Well, later this month in March, Hot Diggity Dogs will open with a menu of mouthwatering gourmet hot dogs and house-made chips. I just don't really get the food trucks there because they have so many different offerings in Disney Springs for food. I don't feel like they need another, like a hot dog one. Well, you know what? It's cheaper than putting up a kiosk. And they're mobile, yeah. and and it allows them to change them out and give them them some variety. I guess I would so definitely I, rather have tacos than hot dogs. Right. I I mean I get it from that aspect of of being able to bring stuff in and out quickly. Um, but if you're going to do a food park truck, like do seven or eight trucks. We when we when Isabel and I stopped by there, um, there was like no one in that section. There was no one getting getting food over there. It was pretty dead. Well, it's – I, I want to say a lot of people don't see it. You know, it's across from a bunch of stores. Yeah. And I think there's a lot going on in that area, and a lot of people just walk by it. You know, there's the restroom building right there, and then the stores on the opposite side. And I, I don't think anybody really pays attention to it. Yeah. I, it was very – it was very dead. There was hardly any – there was nobody in line for the cookie dough. I think there was like one person getting taco stuff. That mm-hmm. was it. Well, well, we'll give the hot dog truck a shot because you know I love a good hot dog. Yeah, but you're going to be full from all the other things at Disney Springs we've just eaten. That's true. So what are we doing tomorrow night? We are. Did we mention to people that we're going to see Onward? 
I don't know if you mentioned it. Well, we're going but to see Onward we are. because yeah. it opens today. Mm -hmm. uh, do you think we're going to give a review next Monday? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. A, a spoiler-free review. Yes. Um, so they're going to have a short film before that, like they always do. Um, and because this is a, a Disney uh, – actually, no, this is a Pixar movie. Um, and usually Pixar puts their own shows, their own shorts in front of the thing. Uh, well, this is actually going to be a new Simpsons short film. Oh, interesting. Now that Disney owns everything, it's a Simpsons short called Play Date with Destiny. It was actually supposed to air as an episode of The Simpsons, but they felt the story that focuses on Maggie would work better as a theatrical short. Um, and then after Fox was purchased by Disney, the producers of The Simpsons met with Disney and discussed the idea of using the Play Date with Destiny episode as an opening short for one of the animated films. All right. So it's kind of cool that we're getting a little a new Simpsons product. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of neat that it's it feels like two worlds colliding. Right. You know, because The Simpsons was more like a universal thing, right? A 20th Century Fox, yeah. But, I mean, they had them in Universal Studios. Yes. They had Simpsons stuff, so. Right. It's just sort of odd to see the two of them together. Well, I find it funny because what did The Simpsons start out as? I don't know, a cartoon on Fox? They started out as a series of, of shorts during the Tracy Ullman show. Oh, I don't remember that. So they were, they were, you know, little, uh, 30 second, two minute clips, uh, it, it going to commercial and coming back from commercial. So they okay. were really short and, and then they got a whole show out of it. Yeah. And that's, uh, that's before my memory of the Simpsons. Oh, gotcha. Uh, let's see. We have two more stories left. All right. Crank through them cause I'm ready for bed. All right. The first one is the Emporium in the Magic Kingdom has gotten a new layout. Uh, it's supposed to make things more efficient. Uh, they've added, they've put things in better collections uh, of groupings of products. And they've gone with these new t-shirt walls where they kind of have all of the t-shirts in um, picture frames mm -hmm. so that you don't have to take all of the t-shirts out. Uh, they've got those along the wall. Um and they've moved things into like a pillar, uh, a wagon wheel spoke pattern around the pillar. Um, my big thing with the Emporium is since I use the Emporium to go all the way down Main Street, I like to go through the stores. But I hate when they have all of the product uh, placements so that you can't get through the aisleways or the aisleways are, are, you know, there's one person in the aisle and you can't get around them. Right. So I'm glad that they've... Uh, you know, move things around a little bit and I hope it helps the the people flow through there better. Yeah. That's always, that's always a good thing. Yeah. And they've, it looks like they've gotten rid of plush. Remember the old days of plush mountain? Yeah. And the Disney store. Yeah. Now they're like all on a wall, which is nice. Yeah. Nobody liked to arrange that thing at night. No, that was a rough job. And the last story is only semi Disney related. Um, so, you know, over the years, we've had other companies do versions of movies uh, that are not – that Disney has also done. Like we've seen Cinderella remade a couple of times. Well, there's another remake of Cinderella coming out, um, and it's going to star Billy Porter as the fairy god godmother. And you may know Billy Porter as the guy who shows up at the Oscars and all that stuff wearing dresses and, and not whatnot. Really. Uh, you'd know him if you saw him. Okay. Uh, but he's going to play the fairy godmother as genderless. Um, and he thinks that kids are ready for more progressive characters in the movies. Uh, 
the character of Cinderella is going to be played by uh, Camilla Cabello. Is she going to be genderless too? No, she's going to be Cinderella. She's a girl. Uh, Adina Menzel is going to play Cinderella's stepmother. And Pierce Brosnan and Minnie Driver are going to be cast as the king and queen. With James Corden, John Mulaney, and Ramesh Ranganathan as the mice turned footmen. Now, is this going to be a Disney production? It is not a Disney production. Okay. But, you know, it's going to be a musical. And uh, you may remember that James Corden was also just in Cats, Mm -hmm. uh, which did horribly. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this doesn't sound like it's going to be good. I mean, they have a ton of big names, but it sounds kind of terrible. Well, Cats had a ton of big names. Uh, Right, and was also terrible. You know, including Taylor Swift and Dame Judi Dench and James Corden and all sorts of other people. Yep. So – you know, I like the fact that they're trying to bring musicals back. I know there's going to be West Side Story uh, is being released this Christmas. Um, and, you know, I don't know. Do you like musicals? I like musicals live. I'm mm-hmm. not sure that I like movie musicals so much. Okay. My sister used to watch Annie over and over again, and I wanted to hang myself. And then you watched it with our girls because you're a good mom. One time. <laughs> Not well, over and over again. I hope that the, that I wish these movies were good because I don't want to see the musical die. I think there's a place for it, but I, I don't think you need to keep remaking the same thing over and over and over right, again. Right? Yeah. I mean, like come up with an original musical. Right. Exactly. Well, and that's how Cheryl feels about things, and uh, that's our show for tonight, I guess. That's it. Yeah, we're back from Wisconsin on Monday. And uh, we'll have our Onward review, which I know everyone's looking forward to. So until Monday, I'm Tony. And I'm Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.